Sportscast. What's going on, sports fans? Welcome to another episode of KFR Sportscast live here on Facebook for your pure enjoyment as we go over week 12 in the NFL with Sunday's games. I am one of your hosts, BJ Brian, Brian Gilbert, and I am joined by none other than big, sexy Jacob Brader and the heel Jacob Bradley uh, as we dive into all of these games. And we will uh, kick off, kind of go over, we'll go over some of the the, the thing, the Turkey Day games. Um <laughs> Uh, so Detroit didn't win again. Lost by two, 16 to 14. The Cowboys lost. It's okay. You keep picking them. You keep picking them. Hey, listen, I'm going to keep picking them. Okay. Until they win. You got to get a tattoo. If you don't, if they don't win, you got to get a tattoo. Detroit Lions have asked you stop picking them to win because it's not helping. (laughs) <laughs> well, they're not helping their situation either. I don't think it's me. Um, uh, Vegas goes into Dallas and beats Dallas 36 to 33 in overtime. And then Buffalo lets out all their frustration on New Orleans, beating them 31 to 6. Thank you, Buffalo. Really appreciate it. Okay. And we will move into our first game of the one o'clock window which on NFL.com has it as Tampa Bay at Indianapolis. <clears throat> um, Big Sexy, we'll start with you. So, uh, sorry, repeat repeat the game. What did you say? Okay, the, the game is Tampa Bay at Indianapolis. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, this is going to be a – I feel like this could be a good game. Um uh, Colts have been playing some good football as of lately. Um, you know, Jonathan Taylor had that really big game last week. Um, I don't think he'll score five touchdowns again, but uh, I definitely look for him to have uh, keep his momentum rolling. He is now officially the league leader in rushing yards, uh, deservingly so. Um, you know, he's uh. Man, the, you know, the guy's doing like Ladanian Tomlinson esque stuff out there, and it's uh, it's really nice to see. Um, so yeah, that being said, um, you know, obviously the Bucks, you know, beat the snot out of my Giants, hence why I was uh, had the bag on the whole episode until I found out Jason Garrett got fired, then I threw it off so fast, but um, yeah, so. Bucks, you know, got back to their winning ways last week. Um, you know, they really come out and, you know, showed that they can still play dominant football. Um, yeah, these are two teams that are trending upward. Um, I'd say Indianapolis is looking like, you know, they're trending upward a little more because, you know, they've won more in a row and Tampa Bay just got back to their winning ways. But, I mean, you know, Tampa Bay's, you know, that's they're still going to run away with that division down there, so. Um, this being said, I feel, um, I feel like maybe I, I I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Indianapolis here. I'm going to pick Indianapolis. Um, but it's going to, I feel like it's going to be by like three. 
Will Tampa Bay's front seven be able to contain and, you know, withhold Jonathan Taylor? That is the key to this game. If Tampa Bay's run D can do what they've done to a lot of running backs this year, then uh, Tampa Bay should should be able to win this game. Put the pressure on Carson once, make him make the plays, make him be a dumbass, make him turn the ball over. And that is the difference in this game. And, you know, the, 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 the Colts defense has been playing a little more than above average of how they've been playing all year. So maybe they'll, you know, toss around and try and fluster Brady as well. But in this game, that's what it comes down to. Can they get to Brady? Can Tampa Bay contain Jonathan Taylor? I, I, like I said, I don't see Like, I, I agree Jonathan Taylor's not going to go off for five touchdowns, but maybe he might slide in. He might slide in for two if he, if he plays really, really well. Who knows? But I'm going to take Tampa Bay in a close one here. Um, <clears throat> yeah, all that being said, I mean, obviously people have seen Tampa Bay's run defense the last couple of years. Um, <clears throat> Jonathan Taylor, again, we've, we've said it before, has been doing great all season. Uh, Indianapolis has been trending upwards, as you said, uh, Big Jake, uh, the last couple of weeks, last few weeks, really. <clears throat> um, I just, I do think this will be a very close game. I really do. Because uh, if one thing that I've noticed with Tampa Bay is uh, with as aggressive as their secondary is, they're too aggressive sometimes. And so they get penalties. They get those pass interference calls, defensive holding and everything, which hurts us, you know, and it sets up like uh, a lot of those shots in like, uh, you know, in the red zone for, for, for teams. Like I know there was a couple, I think against the giants where it set you guys up, you know, uh, unfortunately just couldn't cash in. You yeah. Know. Set a, set the one, a, the one you did, the, the one you did. The story of our season. I mean, our offensive lineman has got more touchdowns this season than Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony combined. Like, what the hell is that? Uh, so, like, I think I think that's that's what kind of puts them in trouble. Um, you know, there, there's no doubt about the front the front seven. The front seven will do their job. You know, they might let off um, you know a couple smaller runs, not big ones. Uh, so here it says the Bucks have not allowed 100 plus scrimmage yards and one plus scrimmage TD on a running back since week 14 of last year to Delvin Cook. So, but I think I think this will be a closer game than you know obviously last week and and you know some of the close games that Tampa Bay has seen this year. Uh, so I'm gonna take I'm I'm also I'm gonna take the Bucks by three. Um. But I would not be surprised with as well as Indianapolis is playing right now if they won, won by like two or three as well. Um, <clears throat> Randy says Bucks can stop the run well. This game is on Carson Wentz, just as little Jacob said. Uh, that being said, he also has Tampa Bay by three. Uh, as far as fantasy implications go, um, Mike Evans has been pretty shorthanded. Uh, Gronk is back. Uh I don't think he's seen the end zone. Maybe he's seen the end zone once since he's been back. Maybe, I think. I don't know. Um, uh, Leonard Fournette probably wouldn't be a bad flex. I mean, I know he's 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 the RB1 now. I mean, it's obviously been shown all, all year. Uh, uh, and then for Indianapolis, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, I would still start him. Oh, no, really? Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I would still start him. Um, yeah, obviously. 
He's the league leader in rushing yards. You, you, if you, if you don't start him, what are you doing with your life? Who are you starting? Who are you starting? <laughs> like, yeah, for real. Who, who are you going to start? <laughs> Etienne. No. Uh, not even playing. No. Um, no. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about the receivers. I mean, maybe Pittman gets in for a touchdown. You know, uh, that's that's really that's really all I got. Uh, I mean, Carson Wentz has shown flashes of what he can do. I mean, we we all remember the the Baltimore game that they were up. Obviously, Baltimore was up big in that game, just couldn't close it out. But so we've seen flashes of you know a decent Carson Wentz. But wouldn't wouldn't start them unless you absolutely have to because you're in that deep of a league. <clears throat> and but yeah, like some of those like leagues that have like two quarterbacks, then I guess yeah. maybe. But I yeah, mean, even even against this Bucks defense, I don't know. It's it's tough. Yeah. All right. Uh, our next one o'clock matchup is the toilet bowl of the century. The New York Jets. Going against the Houston Texans, both two and eight. Reminds me of that time when we played Christian's team as KFR. And I got my pick five and five and three quarter. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh man. Good old days. Um ran out of gas at the two yard line. Bruh, thinking about cheeseburgers. Oh, uh, I was thinking. I was thinking about poutine at Sharky's oh, after Jesus. that dub. <laughs> oh shit. Um. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna take the Texans in this one. I mean, just because of Tyrod, basically seeing what he did in Tennessee last week. I'm just. I'm just gonna put it on him. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Texans. By like put the team on seven. his back though. Yeah. Who had um, this one? Was it? Was oh, it I did. I did. Ha- I did have this one. So, uh, little Jake. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah no. This is. Uh, <clears throat> this is. Uh, I can't even like statistically break this one down because I. This is. This is just a game you just don't care about at this. At this stage of the season. Uh, yeah, the Jets suck. And uh, Texans aren't all that great either. But I guess Tyrod Taylor, that gives them a better chance to win. And they beat Tennessee last week. So, you know, yeah, give me, give me Houston this game. And uh, don't anyone watch it. Um, you know, nobody. Um, nobody. Over, over under 15 minutes of airtime on red zone. Tomorrow. Mm, under. Under. Under? Okay. Way under. Way under. Like six, like maybe. six. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like thirty seconds over. I'm gonna say like thirty seconds over, just because like I, I feel like Scott Hansen will have like a hard on for Tyrod Taylor for some reason. I don't know. Right. The the I mean obviously they're gonna show they're gonna show the touchdowns, but it it's gonna be like one of those games that like comes back from the half first and it's gonna be like the only game playing. Right. Right. Like- yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's gonna be like the Jets and the Texans. I'm telling you, I've lost a lot of years where the Bills were not good, and they get no time on red zone. So, (laughs) all right, Big Big J, who you got? 
Uh, hi. <laughs> sure. No. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, I'll I'll actually give I'll actually try to give a good prediction about this. So, um, yeah, um, as many of you may know, uh, that Mike Michael Carter will not be playing. So definitely, uh, that definitely, you know, that definitely plays a factor into this. Um. I don't think I think they're starting Joe Flacco again too, right? Yep. <clears throat> yep. Joe Flacco's back out there. You know, the 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 man, the myth, the legend himself. Uh so it's Joe Flacco versus Tyrod Taylor. Now, if this was like four years ago, this would have been a, a matchup that you might want to watch. But this it's is twenty twenty one. It's a, it's the matchup of the old Baltimore Ravens quarterback room. There you go. Yep. Yep, that's true. So, uh, yeah, I guess the only person that might be watching this is John Harbaugh. (laughs) 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 He might be just marking out for his old guys like, fuck yeah. But I don't know. Uh, Yeah. So I feel like uh, I I feel like I I have to take the Texans in this one um, just because of how Tyrod Taylor played last week. You know, he played like uh, a man possessed last week against the hottest team in football um, literally put the whole team on his back and carried them to victory. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'm going to take the Texans by, I'm going to take the Texans by like five. There's going right. to be a, a, a bold prediction. There will be a safety because both offenses are garbage. So, all right. So uh, Randy says just by a tutty. And then I guess Zach Wilson is starting. There you go. So, wow. it's John Harbaugh not marking out anymore. Yeah, no. Uh, nope, he's out. <laughs> nope. He is tuned out, folks. This Justin John Harbaugh has tuned out. Um. Yeah. Fantasy implications. Um. Stay away. Like far away. Hey, like, you can you, you, listen. If there's any player on either team, you might give a shot to it's Elijah Moore because it doesn't matter whatever quarterback plays over there he tends to find his way into the end zone yeah he's Man. been balling out the past uh past few weeks so definitely okay. look for Elijah Moore it kind of started with that uh game against Indianapolis he uh he's been getting a lot of uh he's been getting a lot of volume out there on the field and he's been finding the end zone so yeah I would definitely look at Elijah Moore Elijah Moore then okay and then maybe Tyrod Taylor too because you know if you're desperate. If you're desperate. Two quarterback league. It's a good matchup. It's a good matchup for him to go against. I mean, look at what he did to Tennessee last week and then now who he's playing. So right. I guess you know the upside of this matchup is pretty good. <clears throat> All right. Uh our next matchup is uh for the one o'clock window is an NFC matchup between the Philadelphia Eagles going into MetLife. Uh I believe for the first matchup of the year, right? Between you guys? Okay. Uh, going into MetLife uh, to play the New York Giants. Uh, Lil Jake, go ahead and start us off. Philadelphia Eagles aren't dead. Uh, they keep the fighting back. Are... Every time we try to write them off and say they're dead, they go, they win a game, and they just stay alive. And a lot of people have been comparing uh, Jalen Hurts and his recent skew of numbers to Lamar Jackson's, and they're pretty mm-hmm. similar. 
to uh, certain points in their careers. Maybe not, you know, he doesn't boast as impressively and his team doesn't win as often, but, you know, Dalen Hurts could be their guy. And it seems, it seems as a week in and week out that that might actually be the case, uh, you know, on the, uh, on the giant side, you know, they've, they've had an up and down year as, as a, lot uh-huh. of people, a lot of people came to expect. You had some highs, you know, you beat, you beat the Raiders and, you know, and, you hold you hold some teams close like Tampa, you know, and Kansas City. And, we didn't you know, hold Tampa close. No, I don't. The, the, what the what first game half. were you watching? The what first game half. were you watching? No, the first half. The first half. Sorry, I tuned out after that. Anyways, <laughs> you know you got good halves of football, <laughs> <laughs> and you get blown out by the Rams. You know it, it's 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 tough to figure out. You know how good the Giants are going to play week in and week out. Philadelphia's been a little hotter, but playing more consistent football. I'm going to take the Eagles in this game. I'm going to take the Eagles by six in this game. Is it my turn or is it Brian's turn? Uh, no, uh, me. Uh, I'm just reading. I'm reading uh, Randy's comment here or comments. Uh, Giants' new offensive scheme. They have too much talent on offense to not be good when they run actual plays. Uh, and he's got the Giants winning in a close rival game. Um, I appreciate it, Randy, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, I feel like these games are always close no matter what. Um, so I do agree it'll be a close game. Um, maybe getting rid of Jason Garrett will spark some interest in the offense. You know, who knows? Uh, but <clears throat> Philly has been uh, – very, very doing has done very well on the road. They are four and two on the road, one and four at home. Um, ultimately, I am taking Philadelphia. Uh, I mean, they got they got one of the easiest schedules and and for the rest of the year, or the easiest schedule for the rest of the year. So, I mean, they they're gonna they're probably gonna they could the division is theirs to lose, honestly, at this point with with the way their schedule you is set up. So. I really do. I mean, because they play, they play the Giants twice, they play Washington twice, they play the Jets, and then they end out on, on Dallas. So, like, we could see a Week 18 matchup between Philadelphia and Dallas, like, for the division. I don't, know be, I don't know if it's going to be that close. I don't think it's going to be a division. I think Philly will be contending for a wild card. I don't think they're going to be contending for it. Hmm. But if it happens, you heard it here first. I'm just saying. Crazier <laughs> uh, things have happened in football. They have, uh, but I am going to say I am going to take Philly. I'm going to take Philly by uh, <clears throat> something weird. I'm going to take them by like four. Okay, yeah. Um, the Giants got rid of the clapper. Um, they got rid of their case of clap. Yeah, but um, in my opinion, in my honest opinion. He's just a scapegoat. The first person that they should have got rid of was Dave Gettleman. I mean, if you look back at all of his draft picks, what have they panned out to be? Not anything. Saquon is the only exception, and he's not even really that good anymore. Like, he hasn't been really that good for us. He had a good rookie season. And then 2019, he had another 1,000-yard year, but he was dealing with a high ankle sprain injury, and then he dealt with an ACL injury. Now he's you know, he was dealing with an injury bug this year. He's been very injury prone. He's a hell of a talent. Don't get me wrong, but I like, it's like, we definitely should have went a different direction with that number two pick. 
you know, uh, you know, and then you look at, you know, the, the next year, Daniel Jones bust, uh, Dexter Lawrence is just, is just a guy, uh, Deandre Baker out of the league, you know, and that was three first round picks, all terrible, you know, uh, Andrew Thomas seems to be uh, doing better this year. And that was our last year's first round pick. And it, it seems to be panning out a little bit more. And it, it, it's too early to tell with Kadarius Tony. I mean, he seems to be a talented re- receiver, but I mean, it's too early to tell. I'm not, I can't judge a guy only off one year. Yeah, Cause if I was doing that, I'd say Saquon Barkley is the greatest running back of all time. Plus, Tony can't even stay healthy, so. Right, yeah, and he's looking like he's an injury-prone guy. Uh, So, I mean, all of these first-round picks have been god-awful. Been god-awful. And, you know, and this guy is supposed to come in and address the offensive line. The offensive line, ever since he's been here, has been even more atrocious than it was. It I honestly feel it it was better before he came in. And he comes in and makes it worse. How do you do that? How do you make it worse by spending picks on it to make it better? It's been bad. Uh, you know, he went out and uh, gave a garbage Nate Solder a bunch of money. And, like, he he stole, like, $30 million a year from the Giants. That guy did. I, I swear. Like, we, we should be arresting this man for stealing money. It's like, it's been that bad. We... we, we paid him all this money to be our left tackle and now he's starting at right tackle can't even hold his block over on that side so yeah that being said all this bs that's been going on this year the giants have uh been underwhelming we we went out and spent all this money on on this talent we can't keep any of them healthy galladay has underperformed and i feel like that was partially play calling partially daniel jones not looking his way and just not have or not having enough time to look his way whatever the case may be we've sucked uh, we went out and got all these weapons and we suck our defense was we went and fixed we went and spent money on our defense we paid uh a dory jackson all this money and they suck the giants suck we suck like we suck and getting rid of Jason Garrett's not going to fix any of our problems. It's not. It's not going to make us better. Freddie Kitchens calling plays isn't going to make us better. You look at what that one game Freddie Kitchens called last year against his old team, a team that he knows like the back of his hand. We still lost that game like 33 to 7. We only, he couldn't even put up seven points against his old team. So – Am I supposed to feel confident in his play calling ability going into this week, midway through the season? Hell no. We're going to get stomped out there. We're going to get stomped out there. And it's, and I hate to say this because I, I don't like losing to the Eagles. I don't like losing to the Eagles and poor Michael Strahan's getting his Jersey retired on this day. And we're going to go out and get massacred. We're going to go out there and get massacred. I got the Eagles by 14. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You want to know who I got on fantasy? Nobody on the Giants. Nobody. Not even Saquon. And that's and that's me being real. 
That's me being real. I wouldn't even touch Saquon. Hell, if I was his fantasy owner, I might have dropped him by now. I touch his thigh just to see what they feel like. But uh, Jalen Hurts is a top is a top three fantasy quarterback right now. He's ranked number two in on ESPN.com's fantasy uh, rankings right now for quarterbacks. So he is a set it and forget it type of quarterback. You know, any matchup he's going to get his because he's got that running ability and he's honestly trending upward in um, reading the field and passing down the field. Him and him and him and uh, Devonte Smith have uh, really grown back to their rapport they had in Alabama. And, you know, you, you see it week in and week out. Um, so yeah, I got those two. I'm a little hesitant on Miles Sanders just because, well, I mean, well, then again, I'm not, uh, cause I just remembered that Jordan Howard's out. So, uh, may, yeah, um, I'll put I'll put Miles Sanders in the start column this week, um, and obviously Devontae Smith. Uh, that's that's what I got. That's what I got, and um, uh, maybe Dallas Goddard too. I'll, I'll I'll slide Dallas Goddard in there just for uh, he might sneak in for a touchdown or have like, you know, he might have a big day because I mean our our linebackers are so thin, it's not even funny. You know, we're, I mean, we're starting Benardrick McKinney out there. I mean, that's pretty much sums our linebacking core up. So, yeah, Eagles by 14 and time to clean house, New York. Time to clean house. All right. Uh, only comment from that after Randy's is uh, Tara saying go yep. birds. Yep. Go birds. That's yep. it. Um, yep. Our next one o'clock matchup is the Carolina Panthers going into Miami uh interesting fact cam newton has lost nine straight starts for the panthers his last win was week nine of 2018 who are they playing this week they're playing the dolphins so go ahead and uh we'll keep you rolling with your prediction jake uh i don't know man i mean the dolphins have been playing decent football lately um to a you know who is looking like he's getting his head out of his ass a little bit, um, you know, and as a Dolphins fan, you know, I mean, cause I mean, uh, uh, shout out to my boy, Angel. I've had, I have multiple conversations with him about Tua and he really feels like, you know, people don't give Tua enough, uh, enough credit when he plays. I mean, yeah, you know, he's a young guy in, in the league and he needs to learn, but you know, you know, you look back to some of their closer games that they've had, Tua was a big reason for them hanging. You know, he, uh, you look at that game against uh, Atlanta that they lost. I mean, Tua was the reason that they were in that game. He threw like four touchdowns. Yes, he had two interceptions, but I mean, he had like 350 plus yards and four touchdowns. So, um, I don't know, man. I, I feel like uh, I, f- I feel like Miami uh, is really trying to make a make a push to you know win some games and try and squeak their way into the playoff picture if they can. But do I think it will happen? I don't know. I think it might be a little too late. But I mean, they're going to try their damnedest, and uh, they're they're on a two game winning streak. So uh, as for as for the for the Panthers I, I don't know I just I, I just feel like that that stat kind of you know like I feel like 
you know, that game last week, they could have easily won, but, you know, it just kind of got out of their hands and the, the better coach won that game, that being Ron Rivera. Uh, so, I don't know, man. I feel like I, I'm going to take – I'm going to take Miami here a little like hesitantly, but I wouldn't be surprised if Carolina won this game, but I'm going to take Miami by three. Okay. Um, yeah. So Miami is 15 and seven in November through January since Brian Flores became head coach in 2019, which is the fourth best in the NFL. Uh, they are four and seventeen in September to October, which is the second worst in the NFL in that same time span. Um, Pops says that Miami's going to win out. Uh, they missed they they missed the playoffs last year at ten and six. Uh, they are going to be fighting for a, a wild card spot. I don't think they'll get it though. I I do think they are just a tad too far gone. Um, like probably like two games too far gone um let me take a look at their schedule upcoming because i need to i need to i need to see this but i am going to take miami and i'm kind of in the same boat as you jake uh i wouldn't be surprised if carolina (laughs) won but i am going to take miami just by a couple Yeah, no, this is uh, going to be an interesting game, I guess. Uh, you know, Cam Newton adds a little more um, flexibility to the offense. He, uh, he, you know, he, he makes it a lot better. He makes it a lot better than, you know, what Sam Darnold was doing for it. And obviously, you know, P.J. Walker, you know, that's just sadness right there. Uh, I feel as if, like, Carolina has a proper momentum. Uh, you know, they have, they haven't played their ultimate best football, but I feel like as the weeks go along and Cam gets re reacclimated and they all just, it, it all kind of gels together. I feel like this is kind of a start of a run for them. If, if they're, if they were ever going to make a run this year, it would be right here, right now. Um, you know, you play the Miami team who's had its ups and downs, been playing a little bit of better football as of lately, but you know, I, I'm on the boat of, I feel like it's a little too far gone for them. Uh, you know, could they make a run? Maybe, but uh, they, they literally have to not lose any games. And I feel like it would come. What's up, Jake? I was, I was uh, incorrect about what I said earlier. Miami has won three in a row. Continue. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. And and that's a, you know, that's a good point is Miami has been playing some really good football, but I'm going to take, I'm going to take Carolina in this game and the back and forth game. I got Carolina by three. Uh, in terms of fantasy players, I got, you know, Cam Newton. Yeah. Uh, in terms of receivers, don't trust anybody in Carolina. There isn't DJ Moore. Christian McCaffrey, obviously. Uh, and on the other side, on the flip side there, fuck Miles Gaskin. Don't, you know. <laughs> Although he has I'm, been playing. I'm forced to start him. I, he got in the end zone last week. so He's been playing a little better lately, but again, I still don't feel like you could ever trust this guy. Just don't do it. Just don't. Unless, unless it, it, coming off of personal experience, right, Jake? Yeah, unless you got a gun to your head, you have to do it. You know? Yeah, that's me, me right now. Unless you got a gun to your head, you have to do it. I can't think of any other. <laughs> any, maybe Jalen Waddle, but that's that, those are guys. Mike, Mike, Mike Gasecki might sneak in. Mike Gasecki's actually had a lot of, has had a good run lately, so maybe him too. But uh, that's about it. That's what I got for that. Um, did you did you end up pulling their their schedule? 
Yeah, I did. I did. Okay, because I, I I have it in front of me. So they got the Panthers, the Giants, the Jets, the Saints, the Titans, and the Patriots. Yeah, they. Uh, I I predict that they'll. They, uh, the okay, so they have. Uh, they'll definitely. Pro- they'll probably beat us. Um, they. Uh, I feel like they'll. They'll beat the Panthers. They'll beat the Giants. Saints are iffy. I have them losing to the Titans and the Patriots. I think. Yeah, I think uh, three and three in that span. Um, I think they beat the Panthers, the Giants, the Jets, and then they lose out the rest of the year. And go, they lose to the Saints, lose to the Titans, and then lose to the the Patriots. Um, so yeah, but we'll save those for the following weeks, obviously, as we come up on them. Our next game in our one o'clock window is the Tennessee Titans going into Foxborough to play the New England Patriots. Uh, we 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 have a we have a guest. Maybe we have a guest. Oh, oh Lucas. 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 Did you know that? Did you know that, guys? Did you know Boyle and Boyle and Cox used to play basketball? Uh, anyways, yes. Our matchup is the Titans going against the New England Patriots. Um, so, Will Jake, go ahead and uh, kick us off. What's your prediction here? Yeah, I think New England kind of walked into some good luck with this one because they, you know, Titans are already down Derrick Henry. They're already down Julio Jones. Now AJ Brown's on IR. So who the fuck do the Tennessee Titans have to throw to? Who do they have to do anything with? Listen, this is going to cripple them really bad. Like it, it, they, they were making do without Derrick Henry, without, you know, Julio. But at the same time, it's like now, now you're going to get Miami Dolphin, Ryan Tannehill. And that's just, that's not a good thing. That's not what you're <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. But yeah, that's that's just there's no there's no way around it. And you know the Eagles were playing a lot of good defense lately, and that's just uh, they they lucked into some good stuff here. They they lucked into a really a really nice matchup now without AJ Brown playing. I think it's very tough for that Ryan Tannehill to over. I mean Ryan Tannehill. He's had some pretty decent games against New England, but that's when he has proper weaponry around him. You know. I I don't I don't see a way Tennessee wins this game lacking all the things they have right now. It's going to be tough against a New England team that's playing a really good football right now. I got the Patriots. I got the Patriots by seven in this game. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So I am also going to take the Patriots. Uh, dying dog. Yeah, that's gonna uh, be the that's gonna be the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, being being down, Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, and Ryan Tannehill, and as you said, Jake, Miami Dolphin, Ryan Tannehill showing back up. Uh, they, uh, you know, they let go. They let go. They let go of Adrian Peterson. What, like two weeks after they picked him up, or whatever. 
knew that wasn't going to work out as soon as, as soon as it happened. Cheers. Um, um, and I kind I kind of mentioned it that AP, uh, I think coming back so many times is kind of hurting, almost hurting his status, kind of like Vince Carter was when we had that discussion about Vince Carter. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, foreshadowing future episode to come out. Yes, foreshadowing. Has not come out yet. Not yet. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm going to take the Pats. I think uh, the Pats have been playing really well, obviously. Uh, and it's, it's going to hurt not having an, an offense to play with in, in Tennessee. Uh, and catching up on some comments, uh, Randy says, let's go Pats. A couple strong arm emojis. Uh, Pats defense too good to lose to a broken Titans offense. Uh, and he says, wow, with a starry-faced emoji. Jake picks the Pats first time all year, LOL. Uh, it's not the first time he's picked the Pats. He definitely, he definitely picked them to win against Atlanta. I, Atlanta. I remember this. Picked them against New Orleans, and they lost. So. Mm. Okay. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna take the Patriots as well. I'm gonna take them. Yeah, I'm taking by ten. I, I, I see like somehow, some way, like Tennessee doesn't go out completely and get completely blown out. But solid one for the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's not really much else to be said. I mean, Tennessee's broken. Uh, we, got, <laughs> we got Miami Dolphin Ryan Tannehill out there. That's oh, God, the joke I love of the it. day. Hashtag uh-huh. Miami Dolphin Tannehill. Um, yeah, so – Mac Jones is uh, really making his case to win Rookie of the Year. He's really making a strong case. Uh, I still feel like Lamar, uh, Lamar Chase, Jamar Chase, excuse me, excuse me, um, is uh, still the front runner. But um, I mean, this you know they 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 this league is very quarterback biased. So I mean, you know that that definitely helps Mac Jones' case, as well as his performance over the, this uh, span of. New England football, and as it is right now, the New England Patriots are the hottest team in football. The New England Patriots are the hottest team in football. So that also helps their case. Their defense has been strong. They've been strong in in that run. They've really been playing some excellent football. Uh, May I even say that the Patriots have a top five defense right now. I I honestly think that you know like it was a it was a long shot in the beginning of the year I thought oh, oh shit my microphone's attacking me uh you may you may not say that they have a top five defense because according to NFL they are sixth I still feel I I still feel like that, that they're I, I still feel like there's not five defenses that are better than the Patriots defense but anyway um. That's just my opinion, and I guess opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one, and they all stink. So, um, you know. So, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick New England here, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna go bold prediction. I'm gonna go another shutout. Ooh. I'm gonna go another shutout. They're gonna pitch another shutout. Oh damn. They've, you know, that they, they, their defense has playing been playing that good. I mean, like I, I don't see how Tennessee scores any points this game. 
especially with how bad Tannehill played last week against an awful Texans team. I mean, and now was, they're playing it was the raining. Pats. It was raining. I don't fucking care. I don't care. Rain? It's the Texans. It's the Texans, and you threw four picks against the Texans. No. Rain Schmain. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, New, I think New England, New England by 21. 21, by 21. zip. Oh. That's the final oh, score. Zip. Oh shit. 21 okay. zip. What you got for fantasy? Nobody from the Titans. <laughs> Patriots defense. I got the Patriots defense is a must start. Um, I got um I got I'll take Mac Jones in this one if you're if you're looking for a quarterback that um been consistent at least. You know, that's been he's been pretty consistent. He's you know, he's one of those quarterbacks that, that is isn't gonna like blow up and carry you to a win, but he's not gonna be a quarterback that loses you a game either. He's like he's right there in the middle, will get you to like 15 to 20 points a game. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'll look for him and uh if uh Damien, you know, Damien Harris, if he's playing, definitely uh definitely start him. Um yeah, so um I don't know, I don't really know. Uh I Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. That's who I'll start as a pass catcher from uh, New England in the tight end, in the tight end spot. Um, you know, tight end spot, especially like if you have that one, if you have a league that has that wide receiver tight end uh, spot in there, you can put him in that, in that second tight end spot and be fine with it. Especially this week. I feel like it's a good matchup. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, New England's going to beat the snot out of them. All right. Uh, Randy says that he uh, he is starting the defense this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, don't don't one... do it because I said so either. Don't do it no. because I said so. Do it because it's uh, your it's your team. It's your team. Uh, yeah. He he had, he had put that probably about like thirty to forty five seconds before you had said that you would start them. Oh, okay. So okay, good. So under his own power. Yeah, um, under his own power. Great. All right. So. From one up and rising rookie to one who's been at the top of the rookie class this season, uh, Pittsburgh going into Cincinnati uh, for their second matchup of the year. Um, Cincinnati winning that first matchup earlier in the season, 24 to 10. Uh, uh, Big J, let's keep rolling with you. Hmm. Yeah. Um... I think I got um, – I'm going to take Cincinnati in this one. You know, uh, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, all in the top five in their respective yardage categories. Joe Burrow, top five passing yards. Joe Mixon, top five rushing yards. And Jamar Chase, top five receiving yards. Um, yeah. I mean, if you, if you got that on your side of the ball for offense – that normally makes makes it good for you, you know. And they've uh, Cincinnati's been, you know, they they've been the surprise team to me this year. I didn't think that they would get it together this quick, but they have. Um, this team is definitely going to at least be a wild card team. Um, you know, it, it's going to be between them and Baltimore for the division. 
Um, so, I mean, it, it depends on if Baltimore, you know, can play good football. If they could be consistent, Baltimore will take it. But if Baltimore keeps playing spotty like they have been, I got, I got, I, I think in the second half of the season, that could spell trouble for them because Cincinnati will just take over. Um, and, um, I, but I mean, that, that being said, this is going this is a divisional game and you can never really count the Steelers out of it. They've, you know, they've played better in the second half of this season a little bit. So, um, I'm, I'm going to take Cincinnati here. I'm going to take Cincinnati by three. Uh, but I expect it. I mean, but I mean, all, kudos to the Steelers last week. They, they went out there and scored, put up, put up a bunch of points, uh, still lost, but they did put up their, like 37 points against the Chargers. So it was, uh, it was a hell of a game. So, um, yeah, but I got, I got, I got Cincinnati. I just feel like they, they have the better offense out of the two teams. So, um, yeah, that's, that's my prediction. All right. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to go Cincinnati in this one, uh, taking the sweep from, uh, Pittsburgh this year. Um, kind of forcing Baltimore's hand to, to play better. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take the chargers. I'm going to take the chargers by, uh, divisional matchup. Uh, I'm going to take them by like eight. You say the chargers is the Bengals and the Ravens. Did I? Yeah. Sorry. I was saying about last week. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take the Bengals by eight. This is what happens when you can't edit your episodes, boys and girls. Hey, whatever. I ain't worried about it. Uh, yeah, this is uh, – where is this is this game in Cincinnati this time? It is in Cincinnati, but according to me, it's probably in Baltimore. Could be in L.A. <laughs> could, Shit, be in I mean. LA. could be in L.A. <laughs> uh, we don't know. St. Louis. It's in fucking Vancouver, all right? <laughs> right next to the, the, the Canucks will be playing. But, yeah, no. Give me uh, – this This is actually what probably – hopefully this time around, one of the better games on the slate. Let's hope that Cincinnati doesn't blow the brakes off Baltimore this time around. You know, hopefully they play a more competitive football. They're, they're playing – they're playing – they're playing Pittsburgh. <laughs> Moment of I'm silence sorry, for our – I'm sorry, uh, Matt, Matt, Matt's got a neighbor who's literally blasting their fucking music and is throwing my whole equilibrium out over here. It's all good. Okay. Anyways. Oh my anyways. god. Anyways. Um. No, no, no. You're good. You're. I good. was. I was. I. I was referring to Baltimore when I was talking about Baltimore. Uh, like keeping Baltimore on their toes for like the division yeah, to play yeah, better yeah. for the division. You're right. Yeah. No. Like I said, this music's like throwing me way off. The Packers to run the table? Shut up, Matt. They're not talking about the Packers. Not yet. Nobody. Got something special for you. Wait till we get there. We're running anyways. the table, baby. Nobody cares. Anyways. <laughs> Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Yes. Pittsburgh did play some pretty good football last week. I mean, yeah, they came up short, but, you know, they, they hung tough with the, Chargers, with the Chargers team. Like, I feel like, as I said it last week, both of these teams kind of remind me of each other in the, in the fact of, like, you don't know what you're going to get out of them every week. And Cincinnati's kind of really they, – they've played a lot more – they've played a lot better football than Pittsburgh. Um, I feel like this game is going to be close. I feel like this game is going to be a, a close one. I don't feel as if like Pittsburgh is going to get manhandled, but I just feel like Cincinnati is a better team. And as you've been as you've been saying, you know, Burrow's been playing his ass off. Lamar Chase been playing his ass off. 
Mixon has actually stayed healthy and played. You know, it's uh, it's been a really good offense for Cincinnati this year. I think Pittsburgh can hang in and hold their own, but I got Cincinnati in a close one. I got Cincinnati. I got Cincinnati in. Uh, give me, give me four. Uh, in this game, if you want to talk about fantasy players, you know, on Pittsburgh side, you know, Big Ben might have a decent game. You know, Najee Harris. Uh, and in terms of the receivers, you know, Claypool or, you know, I, I feel like Claypool is going to have a good game. Uh, on the Cincinnati side, I've already mentioned these guys. Burrow, Mixon, Chase. And then take your random pick out of Cincinnati's wide receivers. It's either going to be Tyler Boyd or T. Higgins, and one of them's going to do something. You never know with that, with, with that branch of the offense. But yeah, give me Cincinnati in this game by four, and I really hope they stop blasting Sometimes okay. Still, yeah. Um. So Randy, Enough. Randy enjoyed our little uh, mix up there. Uh. But he says Chase gets two tutties, and he then he said, "Imagine those two playing, and then the Chargers show up and start to win, and then Baltimore shows up and gets whooped." LOL. Oh my God. Fourteen matchup. By God, stop the damn match! My <laughs> <laughs> God, stop the damn match! Oh God. You JR from the old WWF. <laughs> By God, it's a slobber knocker. <laughs> He's got a family. He's got a family. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. You son um, of a bitch. <laughs> uh, so our next matchup is another snoozer. Uh, the Falcons, who haven't scored a touchdown in two games. And oh. the, <laughs> the Falcons. <laughs> Yes. All right. Sorry. And the the, the Jack- Falcons <laughs> are playing the Falcons. Jesus. Congratulations. You played yourself. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the Falcons are playing the Jaguars. Echo in here. Are we playing like what, what's going on? Uh, they're playing Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Um. Oh, my fucking God. I know. <laughs> Big Jake going. Oh, Jesus. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the welcome to the KFR Sportscast where the predictions don't matter. And uh and, and are blasting some fucking Yep. Got, we got the uh, man, we got everything. We got a little bit of the play at once and you know. Yep. Yep, <laughs> we got the <laughs> NFL meets WWE over here. Anyway, oh, um, but yeah, uh, I mean, this is one of those games that you just really don't give a rat's ass about. I mean, it's the Falcons and it's the Jaguars. Other than the, these teams' fan bases, which if you're if, if, like if you're a Jags fan, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. And I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. I mean, I, I can't really talk right now because my Giants are poop. But I mean, like, at least we have history. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we have we have had some good things happen to us in the past. I mean, like, man, like, you know, and it, I mean, uh, but shout out to all those London Jags fans. The, they're, they're the real ones. They're, the, you know, they're the A1 day ones. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, and then the Falcons. I mean, like, let's. Talk about misery. Talk about misery. Then that's the Atlanta Falcons franchise in a nutshell. Uh, yeah. So, but especially this year, like, you know, they've, you know, Atlanta 
you got racked up a couple wins in a row, and then now they're just they can't seem to put the ball in the end zone. Like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, it's just it, it's just too much. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Jacksonville by three. I'm gonna take Jacksonville by three. Yeah, your observations on this poopy game are equal to mine. I don't know what side to root for here. Is there any real rooting interest? Does anybody no, no. care? Bueller, Bueller, does anybody care? Nobody cares about this. Christ. Okay, all right. Okay, this is the this is the question. This is the real question. Which game will get more airing time on red zone? The, <laughs> the Jets, the Jets game or this game? 100%. Jets and Texans or Jags and Falcons? The Jets because they're going to get scored on so much. You're going to have red zone stuff. Wrong. Wrong. 100% it's going to be the Jags because everybody's going to be focused on Trevor Lawrence and his number one pick status. I, I guess. Mm. I forgot about that. I forgot he was number one pick. I guess. Yeah, no. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, give me give me Jacksonville. I, I really don't have many positive <laughs> things to say about this game. Uh, give, me, give me Jacksonville in this game by uh, – give me Jacksonville by seven. Um, Randy says Jags win. Arnold gets five TD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you are forced to watch a game uh, Jets versus Texans or Falcons versus Jags what one do you watch I'm watching the Jets versus the Texans yep yep, yep. just cause of Tyrod Taylor Tyrod Taylor <laughs> fuck it um, yep oh I got a cat guys there's my cat <laughs> Man, very very animal friendly episode. Yes, of very animal friendly episode. Yeah, we got a um, dog that was hooting and talk about me like that. I'm in the same room. Yeah, yeah. You dog, um, you dog, you, you dog, you. Oh, careful! Oh God. Um. So yeah, the cat just looks up the <laughs> There it goes. Yeah, I just seen the like cardboard box go. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> Okay, here we go. So, I'm I'm pulling I'm pulling the uh, I'm pulling the tie card. This game yeah, yeah. fuck yeah! I, I do not see a winner for either side here. I three three. <laughs> bro, bro. I got nothing for this game. Um. Because I don't even know I, if is Cordell Patterson playing. I know he didn't play last week. Is he playing? If he's if he's playing, then I'll give it. I'll give the slight edge to Atlanta, just because Cordell Patterson has been balling out this year. I can tell um, you if he's playing in a second. Hang on, I got to okay. look at it. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> but if he's not, then it's going to be a three-three tie. Uh, if 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 Cordell Patterson is playing, then it's going to be a seven-three victory for for the Falcons. Cordero Patterson is questionable. Questionable. Uh, he is questionable. Patterson did not play in the week eleven. Oh wow. Okay. All right. Sorry. All right. Patterson did not play in the week eleven loss to the Patriots due to an ankle mm-hmm. injury. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the week off gives Patterson a full two-week window to get treatment and heal assuming he's back in the lineup this week 
Patterson leaps back into the fantasy picture. Bam. But then it says Patterson ankle limited in practice. Friday's practice listed as questionable for Sunday's game in Jacksonville. So keep okay. it out. I stand, I stand by my point. I wasn't going through. Cordero Patterson doesn't play three three tie. If he does play seven three victory for the for the Atlanta Falcons, that's it. Uh, for Jacksonville, I would say James Robinson, but I I don't even think they've really been using him like they should. Who's that? Who's that man? <laughs> Who? 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 Huh. Who? a Jacksonville player other than? Their quarterback? I don't even know if it's a quarterback they have there. No. Uh, kind of like a, no, he's more like a, a model. <laughs> he's the new Subway spokesman. Subway, Bose headphones. You're not a sandwich, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> You're oh, God. Okay. Um, I think this is our – I think that was – okay, yeah, that was our last 1 o'clock matchup. Going into our first 4 o'clock matchup, transitioning now, uh, not so smoothly as, no, as we like to do here. <laughs> as, as, as we like to do here. We are okay. ripping the damn Band-Aid off, and it's just all coming out. It's pouring at you, spewing past your head each direction. Just, yep. Um, okay. So this is the Chargers. I know because I, I see it now. And this is the Chargers. They're playing. They're not playing in Pittsburgh or Baltimore this week. They're in Ooh. fact playing in Denver at Mile High Stadium. Wow! Why? Wow! Wow! I, I see this. <laughs> they played the Chargers. They played. They played the Broncos. Oh, I thought you said they were playing somebody else other than Broncos. Like, why the fuck are they playing the Broncos, bro? No, they're playing. No, they're going to Mile High, and they are playing Boise State. <laughs> yeah, they're going on the blue turf, the Smurf oh. turf, the Smurf turf. Um, I don't even know who. Okay, uh, my prediction for this game is that the Chargers will win, and they will win by seventeen Ooh, and a half. And a half. Ooh, they go, they go to pull a half point play. Yeah, another uh, half point play. I didn't know that. Half point play. I feel like they I feel I feel like they should uh I feel like they should have half point plays. <laughs> I feel like if you score a touchdown and then your extra point like hits the upright, I feel like that should be a half point. I've always thought that. <laughs> no, you haven't. No, you haven't. I'm a field goal. I think it, it long story. Don't get don't get me started. Don't get me started, big man. <laughs> oh god. I was like, get on camera if you want to talk about this. <laughs> I need to hear this. I need to hear this. Uh, Half point special. They train so hard, man. They train so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Oh Jesus. Oh man. Just like, just like I feel like, just like I feel like, if you if you knock it through like the 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 uprights on a kickoff, I feel like that should be a point. I feel like that is, that's got to be special talent. Yeah, I've always felt that that should be something. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go on record and say I've thought that too. Okay, yeah. okay. Like, I won't, I won't say that's ridiculous. Like, 
I've always said, fuck it, give him three, man. He dirt, he earned it. Like that should be You're three right. points for three from downtown. <laughs> He's on fire, not Satan. Um, all right, Randy says. Randy says Chargers by a mile. <laughs> Who's this Randy? Every, every, everybody's getting five TDs this week, according to Randy. Yeah, everyone because they're on this fantasy team. Everyone Who's, that Randy? Who's that Randy tool, bro? <laughs> I don't know, but he, like- he's very he's very active in the chat. <laughs> so, but uh, <laughs> uh, Lil J, go ahead. What's your, what's your prediction? For, for this game. We're Chargers and Broncos still. Yeah, I know. Where, just to where. let you know. Okay. I'm aware of this. Okay. Yeah, no. This is a, you know, this is another one of those interesting divisional games where I'm not really sure where I'm going with it. Um, again, the Chargers are up and down, but so are the Broncos. This is just the AFC. And if there's any division in the AFC that represents the AFC well, it's the AFC West in terms of up and down, who's better, what team's going to win? Who do I like more? You know, this, it, it, it's it's going to be a good game. I feel like it's going to be a really good game. I feel like Denver can hold their own against a Chargers team that can't seem to get out of their own way sometimes. But at the same time, the Chargers look uh, as good offensively as they have all season last week as well against a pretty good Pittsburgh Steelers defense at that. So I'm going to take the Chargers in this game, but wouldn't be surprised if Denver won this thing. I'm going to take the Chargers by six. Yeah, um, this game. Uh, yeah, I'm. I feel like this could be one of the better, better games to watch this week. Um, you know that being, you know, many factors. It being a divisional game, being two teams that are competing for playoff position. Um, you know, uh, two teams that have been, you know, well, well, Denver in Denver's case being like kind of sneak sneaky good this year. Um. You know, I mean, we all figured that the Chargers were going to be good because of how well they played at the ass end of uh, ass end of last season. Um, but um, nonetheless, you know, these are uh, these are two pretty good teams, um, and I feel like this game is going to be highly competitive. Um, I'm going to take I'm going to take Denver at home. I'm going to take Denver at home uh, just because they're at home. Uh, I feel like home home field advantage will take, you know, take precedence in this because I mean, you know, Denver's got a loyal fan base and uh, they, they rock with their team to as to where, you know, I mean, the chargers, they played in San Diego, they played in LA, you know, like their fan base. I mean, uh, shout out to Jose. He's a loyal charger fan, but uh, you know, their fan base isn't as like loyal yet because it hasn't like it, it hasn't had time to stick yet. I feel like once they, you know, they, they, they settle into LA, that might change. That might change, but who knows that that's, that's a way down the road, but never count out Justin Herbert and the chargers. Uh, this is, this could, they could very, very easily win this game if they play right, but I'm going to give it to Denver at home uh, by three. And um, if who are you looking for in fantasy, um, I'm a little reluctant to start Teddy Bridgewater here. I guess if you're in one of those two quarterback leagues, um, he's, you know, he, he's a better option than most in, in those kind of leagues. But if, if, if it's just the one quarterback week, there's, there's other teams that have better matchups that, you know, that you look for their quarterback in. So he's a low end 
a QB two start for me um, this week against the Chargers. Um, I would, uh, you know, in the, in that backfield in in Denver, it's it's it's, it's always a toss up. Like, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Melvin Gordon or Devontae Williams? Like, you don't know. So, uh, if I had to pick one, gun to my head, if I had to pick one, I would pick Melvin Gordon. But I mean, it it could be either one. It could be either one. So I that one I would stay I would personally stay away from but I mean if you had to um I would go uh, more with Melvin Gordon um and Jerry I think Jerry Judy in a PPR league is a good start you know he gets he gets a consistent amount of targets um you know when he's healthy when he's healthy if he stays healthy he's a good he's a good start I think so him and uh, possibly Noah Fant too, but on uh, the Chargers side, excuse me, sorry, just gotta pull it up real quick. Okay, um, Justin Herbert, I feel as though is a quarterback that you can comfortably start in this matchup, uh, even with that stingy uh, Denver secondary. I feel like. Um, I feel like Justin Herbert can still have a good day because he's got the weapons. He's got the arm talent to get it there. You know, um, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, you know, the usual suspects there in, um, in, uh, in that Chargers lineup. So, um, and I'm going to put, I'm going to put Mike Williams into my starting column this week too. I, I feel like he could, I still feel like he could have a good game with all that target share. So, no, I'm I'm staying I'm I'm staying away from Cortland Sutton. I, I just I haven't really seen as much. Unless you have yeah. to fucking start him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're forced to, then I guess. But if okay. if you have the choice, stay away. Okay, Matthew. I've been waiting for this all season. Come to the couch, Matthew. The game of the week. We're talking about the game of the week. We're talking about the highest scoring fantasy team in the NFL. The highest scoring fantasy team in the NFL, Matthew. You're goddamn right. Goddamn wrong. They are ranked Yeah, goddamn wrong. Don't bite the jacket. They are ranked 15th. The Green Bay Packers are ranked 15th in fantasy points per game this season. Who's number one? Fake news. Fake news. Tampa Bay, that's fa- fa- even faker news. <laughs> Green Bay is averaging eighty. Hold on, hold on, eighty-three point two fantasy points per game. Add another zero to the end of that. Come on. Okay. Oh my God. Uh, sorry, eighty-three point two zero. Dead. Dead. Uh, yep, they, but, uh, they, they are topped by the Cleveland Browns, the Tennessee oh Titans, God. the Minnesota Vikings, the Indianapolis Colts, the Las Vegas Raiders, the Cincinnati Bengals, Kansas City Chiefs, Los Angeles Chargers, Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens, Arizona Cardinals, Dallas Cowboys, the team they are playing against this week, the Los Angeles Rams, and then the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So the Rams were two, because that's who I picked at the preseason was the Rams to be top yes. scoring fantasy the rams are number two at 102.9 fantasy points per game where's buffalo at like six or seven you said uh buffalo is six at 97.1 that's not bad that's not bad oh so, yeah um i mean still, we still got still got a lot of season yeah, no, left too. 
Still got a lot of season. I don't think Green Bay is going to be making up much ground, though. Absolutely. You don't think so? I mean, I, f- I feel like they could climb up at least into the top 10. Oh, Just yeah. Seven. They could they could climb up at least into the top 10, but they're not going to be number one by the end of the season. But, I mean, they'll be t- they'll probably be top 10. Top Emmanuel Sanders about to emerge as, like, the best fantasy wide receiver in the game. Oh, boy. Emmanuel Sanders. Everybody, Emmanuel Sanders. He needs him, too. All right, so our matchup this week, obviously, is the L.A. Rams going into Lambeau Field to play the Green Bay Packers. Now, no doubt the Green Bay Packers have been hot this year, but just not in fantasy implications. Yeah. Um, So, oh, man. with that being said, I am going to take uh, Aaron Rodgers and his – hold on. His, his COVID, COVID toe. COVID his fractured toe. toe. Uh, so, I'm going to t- take Green Bay at Lambeau. Probably going to snow. It's the end of November. I'd love it if it snowed. Uh, Matt Ryan going again, or not Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford going against, uh, here we go again. Uh, Matt Stafford going against Green Bay again, as he's done basically his whole career. Green Bay by seven. Yeah. Um, this it's crazy because like now, you know, the Rams are in, in trouble of dropping three straight in, like that's that's not good. Let's not forget that Stafford has a garbage record against the Packers. Well, yeah, I mean, you know that, uh, you know that all being with Detroit, but yes, nevertheless, he's terrible against the Packers. Um, could that continue? Could that continue? You know, it will. Uh, you know, the Rams have been on the downslide a little bit. Uh, Green Bay, you know. They, it was a good game in Minnesota last week. They came up short. Yeah. Uh, That's what you get for saying we always beat the Vikings. That's what you get. That's what you yep. get. Do. <laughs> I mean, they've only beaten them twice over the last, like, three years. So, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. It was a good game anyway. Uh, yeah. It could have went either way. Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm going to take – I'm going to take uh, – I'm going to take the Packers at home. I mean, there's – I, I just don't see a way. I mean, I just don't see a way if Green Bay loses at home. Especially at yeah, especially at home. Now, here's a fun statistical fact, Matthew. Any team that has lost to Kirk Cousins has never won- gone on to win the Super Bowl. Fun fact. Okay. So, <laughs> so you're fucked. Now, that's, anyway, that's okay. that's, wait that's a minute. Good. What? Little stats that if it, any team, I mean, it's 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 okay, it's okay because I mean, even when Green Bay does beat Kirk Cousins, they still couldn't make it to the Super Bowl, so that stat isn't that's a, that's an irrelevant stat. They just want the playoffs as usual. That's what it is. <laughs> any team that's lost to Kirk Cousins has not gone on to win. Did we lose ever. to fucking Colin Kaepernick? Okay, then, like, we, we will lose to anyone. Uh, you guys lost it, yeah. Kaepernick, you lost to Jimmy Garoppolo, you've lost to Russell Wilson. You almost lost to Joe Webb. <laughs> oh, Joe Webb. Ooh. 
this game. Uh, yeah, this is uh, this is could be game of the week. Uh, nice little back and forth from Lambo. Uh, the Rams have been playing real shitty football lately, really shitty football lately, and uh, it's it's gonna be tough for them to go into Lambo and beat a Packers team that's been playing for the most part good football, other than you know losing to Minnesota. Uh, this one, this one's a tough one. This one because ah, do the Rams really lose another game in a row? Yeah, man, they're going yes. to Lambo, baby. I'm gonna, I'm okay, gonna so if, if we're if we're if we're gonna go if we're gonna go on stats here, here's a stat for you. Matthew Stafford is 0-16 in his career versus teams who have entered a game five plus games over 500. So he sucks. Give me against the grain odds. I'm gonna take the Rams. What do you? Let me. Sheesh. I do it just to piss you off. Yeah, yeah. Look, look at Matt. Matt's like, get out right now. Get out. <laughs> I let you into my home. I'm doing it just to piss him off now. How dare you? That's I'm doing it just to piss him off now. Well, you are not you are not alone because Randy also says Rams, Green Bay is too beat up to win this game. Yeah, uh, mm. if, uh, if, if fantasy implications, I'll I'll give you I'll give you the the last foot on the floor when I'm done here. Uh, if you're talking fantasy implications, you know Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. I think Aaron Jones is still dead, so go A.J. Dillon. Dillon's a beast. He's shown he can produce. He is, yeah. He is. If he had his own starting job, he would be one of the best stars in the NFL. I have to say that. I, I um, just want to personally thank uh, you know, Aaron Jones for dying on me when I needed him most. So thanks. Thanks, thanks, buddy. Thanks, Aaron Jones. Yeah, he's on my fantasy him? team. Yeah, he's on my fantasy team. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I have him. Luckily, I also drafted like AJ Dillon at the ass end of one of the drafts I had. So I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, know. And you also you also snagged Jonathan Taylor in front of me too. You fucker. I was banking on you. Banking on you taking Aaron Jones. Being, being an awful fantasy manager. Being I know. A, being a homer bitch. Anyways. <laughs> And then uh, on the on the flip side, in terms of fantasy, Cooper Cup is obviously someone that you're just going to depend on for the rest of your life. Uh, <laughs> Odell Beckham could have a decent game too. Don't depend on him yet. See what he does. Yeah, how but, long I mean, do you guys think it's, it's going to take Odell to to gel in that system? To cancer the system? I don't know. I don't know. Do you guys uh, think he's going to gel in that? Because like I feel like Stafford's done well when he's had a proven. Like, all, I know, all I know, all I know, that his dad is sitting in a room right now editing video clips of, of Stafford not throwing to his son. Oh my god! He's already, <laughs> he's already getting that ready. He's already okay. Okay, I'm gonna be one hundred percent unbiased here because this is somebody that can't stand Odell Beckham. All right, somebody yep. that cannot stand Odell Beckham for how that whole thing how got left with the giants okay but i'm gonna be totally unbiased here do i think that he will gel in that system eventually yes honestly yes i do i do i feel like his skill set is skill set alone i'm not saying attitude his skill set is fit for that is fit for that rams offense I feel like he brings an element to that offense that not too many receivers can when healthy and when he his you know his ability is is unquestioned. I mean we can't we can't say that it's not. Odell is is, is a talented receiver, okay? But but that the that's only half the battle. His you know his attitude has got to be right as well. Okay? 
do I do I think that he'll he'll gel in this system eventually? Yes. And do I think that he'll have a better chance to gel with these guys than he did in Cleveland? By far, by by a landslide, by a landslide. Because I mean, the quarterback play is just better already going from Baker Mayfield to Matt Stafford. I mean, you got a guy that could potentially is looking like he could potentially not be a Cleveland Brown for very long going to somebody that, you know, is trying to make his case as being a hall of famer, you know, like he, you know, it's just two different ends of the spectrum as far as quarterback play goes. Stafford is a hall of famer. He's a scrub to me. He will always be a scrub. Well, I understand that. I understand that, but I, I feel as though his numbers, his numbers are a little hard to ignore, but but no, yes, the numbers in there. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. He does need the number. His numbers are there, but he does need. Uh, he does need more success in the playoffs. He does need more success in the playoffs because he hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't won at all in the playoffs. He needs to. He needs to do something with this Rams team. If he doesn't. If he doesn't win a Super Bowl within the next few seasons with the Rams then it could become into it could come into question but if he wins a super bowl in the next few years he that uh, i feel as though he 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 would be a hall of famer for sure or even just win a couple playoff games that's all he would really need he had some really great seasons with calvin johnson like he had some great seasons with him but yeah, just, just get, get, get him to an nfc championship and and maybe you know or at least get him in a super bowl yeah, yeah. Like, he might not even need to win it. Like, I just feel like he just needs to win more. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But but going to my uh, going to my you know my, my thing with Odell, I think I I think this offense fits him. I think he's found. I, I really think he's found the perfect his perfect fit. And like you know, like I and trust me, like I really was sour about how Odell uh, left and was, you know, was traded and kind of like caused a little bit of a problem in the locker room, you know? And I mean, that was, that all could have been avoided. I mean, it's just no, nobody really won that Odell trade. If you think about it, going back to when Odell was traded originally from the giants, nobody won that trade. It was just, it was just a bad trade. It was terrible. So, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. You know, Daryl Henderson's another guy to, to sit on, too. He can <clears throat> to, to start. He's uh, He's been solid all season as well. Uh, What's that Rams run defense, though? Anyways, I don't really know too much too much about how the Rams defense is looking this season. What's going on with that? Mm-hmm. Anyways, floor is yours, Matt. You want to have some closing statements here? <clears throat> Run right on the table, baby. My oh my god. <laughs> okay. okay. Nobody cares. <laughs> no, you know, obviously I'm gonna pick Green Bay. You know, we're playing at home. It's a it's a tough stadium for anybody to just roll up in there and win. So I I'm comfortable picking them against anybody at home. Uh as long as Aaron Rodgers can stay healthy on his his little toe there, uh we have a chance of winning any game. Uh, and I think like I think AJ Dillon's like a unsung, like he's just a, a diamond in the rough, man. Give him some, you know, a, a starting job anywhere else, and I think he could contribute to the team. Okay. So I don't, yeah. I don't feel like we're missing much. I mean, yeah, but Aaron Jones is a spectacular talent. 
Like he's he's got a skill set I would comfortably put up there with Christian McCaffrey. You know, he's can catch out of the backfield. He can run downhill. He can run sideline to sideline. You know, Dylan's obviously, you know, a different style of runner, but you know, he's still a, a style that works well with our offensive line. So right. Yeah, he's more of a north south runner, uh, for exactly. sure. He's definitely like He's definitely like a between the tackles, just run straight, run straight at him, run down your throat. He's kind a of big dude. He is massive. massive. He's a massive man. Massive man. So, yeah, that's where I sit, man. Like like I said, you know, I'm, yeah, I have lofty expectations for this team, especially how it's how it's played so far this season. You know, we, we if we don't make a deep playoff run, let alone a, an appearance at a Super Bowl, it'll just be another disappointing Green Bay Packers season. He'll cut. This one too will be shown. Uh, okay. Uh, so moving into our final four o'clock window game, uh, the battle of 500, the Minnesota Minnesota Vikings at five and five going against the San Francisco 49ers who are also at five and five. Um, <clears throat> so give me San Francisco cause just cause. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take San Fran as well. You know, they've uh they they've been playing really well the past few weeks. Um, you know, they 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 when it was a couple weeks ago, they you know they dominated the Rams, and you know the Rams are no slouches this year. And um, you know they they they've been on the they've been on the uptrend. Uh, you know their offense has been playing a lot better. Uh, Debo Samuel is doing his thing. George Kittle's back, so that makes them that much better. And their defense is starting to look, uh, starting to look a lot better. So I'm going to take San Fran comfortably here. The uh, see, I'm gonna. I, I was leaning in one direction, but then I remembered something Phil said last week, and it was uh, when very like when not great teams get these upset wins over great teams, they tend to just not show up the next week. And that's how I feel about Minnesota beating Green Bay. I feel like they put a lot of emotion last week. They're riding that high, and somehow they're going to come into this game against San Francisco and disappoint. I've been, you know, like I said, and uh, Kirk Cousins has proved me wrong a lot of times this season and uh, fared him that he's only thrown like two interceptions all year. So, you know, he's been playing some good football. Uh, It's hard to pick against them at this rate. They're They're starting to play a lot better. But San Fran's also been playing some really good football as well, and it's hard for me. I, I don't think I'm going to go against them in this game. I'm going to take the Niners by three, but this is this is going to be – this might be one of those closer, better games of the week, you know? Uh, so, anyways, let's, uh, let's, let's dive into this fantasy here. Elijah Mitchell doesn't play. Don't touch that Niners backfield because I uh, started Jeff Wilson like a retard last week. Don't do it. 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 Stay away. Stay away. Don't do it. Uh, in terms of, uh, let's see, receivers, Debo Samuel, lean on him. Lean on him. And the Ukes played good football, too. I know Matt's pissed off that he dropped him uh, instead of, you know, young Hoku. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, give me those guys. And even Garoppolo could have a good game. On the other side of the fence there in Minnesota, uh, Cook, you know. Uh, Thielen, yep. Uh, Jefferson as well. Uh, 
really the you know that that's a that's a game of uh trust trust the main guys you know uh, good name for a fantasy team i got a feeling uh jefferson will cook i have a feeling she's digging my chub now <laughs> i have a feeling she digs my chub in her butker <laughs> jesus christ sorry kids oh lord yeah don't uh don't let your kids watch this I have a feeling uh, she's digging the chubs from all home. Right. All right, moving okay, on. We get it. Moving we get on. It. Moving we get on. It. I should have never said anything. I should have never said anything. Yep. San Francisco. There we go. All right. Uh, Randy says Vikings. Adam with five tutties. <clears throat> you know why? Yep. Yeah. Now I know why. Uh, <laughs> No, and I love his consistency though. Everybody's gonna score five. Everybody's touchdowns. getting five tutties, right? Everybody's getting five. You get five. You get five. You get five. Man, they must all went to Oprah. They must all went to yeah, Oprah. Yeah, for real. You get five touchdowns. Okay. Okay. Uh, we are now into prime time. Uh, so our first prime time game is our Sunday night matchup between the Cleveland Browns going into Baltimore who Baltimore will also be in Cincinnati playing the Chargers <laughs> against Man. Man. Oh, God. Brother. 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 Uh, so, yeah, uh, Cleveland going into Baltimore, play the Ravens. Um, is this their first matchup? This is their first matchup of the season. Uh, their last matchup was last December. Which Baltimore won forty-seven to forty-two, the infamous uh, Lamar Jackson poop game. Poop game. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, miraculous comeback. AKA had to take a shit. Yeah. Yeah. He had to go back to the trader. He went to take a shit, and then he came back out and threw a game money touchdown. All right, and you guessed it. Randy says, "Let's go brownies." Chubb gets five TDs. <laughs> All right. Um. If he gets five, if he gets five TDs, then yeah, I'll give it to Cleveland. Uh, but um, Cleveland played last week against the Bears, right? Without Lamar Jackson, uh, still managed to get a W, barely, but managed. Uh, but give me, give me Baltimore in this, uh, in this matchup, to stay on top of the division <coughs> by seven. Another one of those tough uh, divisional games where I can't really figure it out. I can't figure it out. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be this time? Uh, I, I'm leaning towards Baltimore here. Uh, I just feel like they're a better team, more complete. Uh, they Cleveland's got to figure it out. I mean, they get Kareem Hunt back, so that's interesting. Uh, but I just I, – I don't know. Cleveland's offense has been shaky from time to time. It's hard to get a good beat on them. Oh, Michigan beat Ohio State, and Phil is so happy right now, and Romario is crying. Anyways. Uh, oh, Lord. Yeah, that makes me happy inside. I don't know why. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, between these two teams, between these two teams, it's it, it's a really tough division, and it's hard to call these games. But give me Baltimore. Uh, Cleveland just seems still kind of like they still trying to figure themselves out. Baker Mayfield isn't 100% healthy. And I just feel like this is a game Baltimore, like, I feel it's going to be close, but this is a game Baltimore could take by 10. I'm not really sure, but give me Baltimore in this game. 
Big Jake. Yep. Uh, yep. Oh, uh, yep. Anyway, uh, so uh, yeah, this is gonna be um, this is gonna be a, one of those games. I feel like um, could I, I feel like it could be very similar to last year. Honestly, <laughs> maybe maybe we may even see Lamar go out and take another shit and then come back throw a game one touchdown. Who knows? But uh, halftime. <laughs> But uh, anyway, um, yeah, I think um, I think um, Cleveland getting uh, you know getting Kareem Hunt back is gonna is definitely gonna help matters. Uh, you know, they when both of them play their offense, their their run game is just redonkulous, and um, you know the, the Ravens have not been very good defensively this year. They you know they haven't been that Ravens defense that we're, we're all used to seeing that, you know, the smash mouth Ravens defense, you know, like they're just not, they, they've been underwhelming at best uh, all year. So I think uh, I honestly, they're playing in Baltimore. Yeah, they're. Hmm. Um. I'm gonna. T- I'm still gonna take the Ravens here, um, especially with L- Lamar being cleared to play and Marquise Brown. Um, I I just feel like you know, like Jake said, uh, the Ravens are are just a better team. But I mean, this is also the same team that uh, embarrassingly lost to the Dolphins. So I mean, this game could go either way. This is gonna be a divisional game, so it's gonna be hard fought. Um, but as far as fantasy goes, definitely, uh, give me, um, give me, uh, Chubb and Hunt, uh, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, when they're healthy, they're both, uh, it's one of those weird things where, you know, it's a, it's a dual backfield that can both be fantasy relevant. Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, they, they schemed Jarvis Landry into the end zone last week, um, but I don't know. I, I I'm still hesitant to trust a Browns receiver. Uh, I just I, I don't know that Baker's just not very consistent enough to you know to for me to have faith in a Browns receiver. So um, on the Baltimore side, I mean um, I mean like Lamar Jackson is Lamar Jackson. I mean he's. I mean, yes, he's has uh, been little a little more spotty this year than you know you would like to you you would like to imagine, but um, he's still you know he's still top ten fantasy quarterback, so you, you start him when you if you got him, especially if you know like at his draft position and you drafted him really high, you know you got to start him. But um, Marquise Brown actually is you know been a been a decent fantasy receiver this year too, so I, I'll start him. Um, I'm not really trusting anybody in that Baltimore backfield because it's Lamar Jackson, you know, is the, is the number one guy, QBRB one, QBRB one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, Uh, I got Baltimore by like three. Okay. Uh, Randy says Browns win, Pats win, New England is first in the AFC. And then he also says F Ohio state and then BJ Hutton, some chub. Again, with the end of Again with the inappropriate fantasy names. Chubb hunting. Chubb hunting. Chubby chasers. Mariah's off call too. 
No, he's not. He's not. Dead. <laughs> Jesus. Lord, help us. Matthew. Matthew. Okay. Nobody's correcting me. Okay. So, we have our final primetime game, which Seattle gets yet another primetime game this year. Uh, Seattle is going, leaving Washington to go to play Washington in Washington, D.C. No, no, okay. no, don't, don't adjust your computers. You heard that right. Yeah. Or your phones don't. Potentially, you might want to adjust it because you might hear the music in the background. Now, listen, what a poopy, poopy, poopy Monday night game. Why, why is this a Monday night game? I know that they make these, you know, in May. And, you know, they couldn't have predicted that Washington would, you know, their defense would fall dead or that Russell Wilson would get hurt. And that at this point in the season, the Seattle Seahawks would have three wins. But you, there has to be some kind of system for this. I, I like how, how is it that like at least like five times this season, four or five times this season, I can just go into the Monday. I can go to the end of Sunday and just say, I don't got to watch any more fucking football this week because the rest of this shit doesn't matter. Monday Night Football is supposed to matter. It's supposed to be this marquee extra little game at the end that you get excited for the week. Oh, Monday's shitty, but at least I got football. Who's saying, hey, Monday's shitty. At least I get to watch Taylor Heineke in a struggling fucking Seattle Seahawks team. That's what I'm looking for today. <laughs> That's what I wanted. Give me Seattle in this game, but this is going to be fucking gross. And I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, it's a game where I fall asleep 10 minutes into it. Yeah. Seattle in Washington. Seattle, Seattle, Washington. Seattle is going to win in Washington. Seattle, Washington is going to win in Washington on the road in Washington. Mm. Okay. Big Jake. Uh, yeah. Will Russ cook? Question mark. Probably not. He's cursed. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I guess you got to order out then. You got to order out. Order out um, this Monday, folks. If you're hungry, don't don't rely. Russ is too lazy to cook. <laughs> He's just handing you money for a pizza. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, here, just order a pizza. I don't feel like cooking. Um. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, this is. This again, you know, falls into the 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 poopy primetime games that we've had all season long. You know, like the I mean, last week it was the Giants and the Bucks. I mean, it was just a poopy primetime. Like, why why was that a primetime game? Like, yeah, I mean, I know it's Tom Brady going up, you know, whatever. But I mean, like, why are the Giants on? Were the Giants on another primetime game? Why? 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 Are you- why is the NFL putting the sorry ass teams on prime time? Why? I just don't understand it. There, there had you know I I a hundred percent agree with Jake. There has to be something that you know I I remember it was like uh, like years ago that they would shift teams to prime time. I don't know whatever happened. No, to that. well, okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
the reason that we get these, because it's already happened for, for next Sunday, they've already flexed around a game into the Sunday. So I forgot what, what game they switched out. Oh, no, I'll, I'll tell you in, 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 uh, in, in a second here. Okay. So, anyways, um, they can switch Sunday game. They can switch them all around if they want to. They take a Sunday night, plop it out, move this, move the Sunday night to one mm-hmm. o'clock or four o'clock, and one of these two can jump into the, the primetime game. The issue is on a Monday, they can't flip that because it's a change of day. People travel, people pick a day they're gonna go, blah, 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 and they can't change it on a day. They can't change the day. They can change the time, but they can't change the day. And that's why we get stuck with shitty Monday games. Okay, so the the thing that they changed for next week, um, they took San Francisco, Seattle out of the Sunday night slot. Thank God. Thank God. But only to be replaced with Denver and Kansas City. Really? Yeah. You have um, the Chargers and the Bengals playing against each other. You have... Pittsburgh and Baltimore probably would have been at least a decent one, maybe a divisional game. I mean, that's like one of the best um, rivalries in football, and they just completely ignored that. Yep. Um, we got to get Teddy Mahomes a spotlight, homie. He's on a run. We got to document it. We got to be oh on it. We got to. Yeah. We got to get Chris Collinsworth and a fucking nine foot dildo that represents Patrick Mahomes, Phoenix. And Chris Collinsworth just got a. Oh, now here's a guy. Oh my god! Yeah, oh my god. definitely. Uh, yep, yep. <laughs> Go into the shadow realm, everybody. Join us. Good, Chris. So yeah, that's that's what they did for next week. I mean, like you had you had a couple other games that you could have put there. I mean, Seriously. there wasn't very many games that you could put there, but there was a couple of them that you could put there. I think, I think the the Chargers and the Bengals probably deserved it more. I feel like that's going to be a good game. Both teams of which, you know, uh, the Chargers, you know, obviously lost to Baltimore big early, and Cincinnati beat Baltimore big earlier in the season. I think that would have been a nice, a nice. Uh, yeah, nice little segue into that game. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, the one yeah. I guess Seattle. What do you got for fantasy starters, homie? Um. Well, McLaurin finally did his thing last week. Uh, you know, so I guess um, now I guess he can go back into my start column. Um. I'm hoping for, you know, selfish reasons that DK Metcalf on the Seattle side will also get in there. Um, But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I still feel as though Seattle's trying to find their groove. So, I mean, I'm a little hesitant to start too many people from Seattle like I would normally do. But, I mean, I don't know. Um, This could be the week that they get it all together. Yeah, DK, DK Metcalf has had more colors in his hair than he has touchdowns. This is this is truth. Um, so yeah, um, I'm going with I'm going with uh, DK possibly and possibly Russell Wilson. I mean, you can never really count him out because I mean he is Russell Wilson. But um, 
and on Washington's side, I'll go Antonio Gibson, and then I'll go Terry McLaurin. Can I step? Can I step in and say that I believe for Sunday Night Football we should throw Chris Collinsworth in. No offense, Al Michaels, toss them wayside. Just let Mike Tirico and Drew Brees call every game for the rest of the year because uh, they're actually good. Drew Brees called a great, unbiased fucking game. Like Drew Brees has a real fucking future as a commentator. My God. Drew Brees is really it fucking must be good. something with quarterbacks that have wear the num- wore the number nine. Like yeah, he's, like he's got he's got a he's got a good future for this shit, man. And and Tariko's always done his thing, man. Syracuse graduate. Yep, I was about to say shout out Syracuse alum, Mike Tariko. Mm-hmm. Just because you know, and, and, you know, and if you want to keep Al Michaels, that's fine. You, you know, ter- whatever, whatever. Throw Tariko or Breeze. They can, they can rotate. Just get Chris Collinsworth the fuck off. Dude, just do it. Do a, a three man crew like they do on Monday night. Just yeah, do Tariko, Michaels, and Breeze. There you go. That's what I want. Get Chris Collinsworth the fuck away from a microphone. This fucking. Ugh. I've already demonstrated my distaste for him today. I don't, I'm not. I, it's gonna. There's going to be more penal references. So I'm just gonna. Leave oh that. God. <laughs> All right. Uh. <laughs> on that note, on the, penal, will... on the penal note, we're yes, uh, <laughs> we hope you sort of enjoyed this episode. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> um, as but at least as much as we did, as much as we did, uh, we, pre- we appreciate you guys uh stopping in, tuning in. Uh, Matt, thanks for popping by and giving us word on your, your 15th ranked fantasy offense. Uh, hey, dubs, dubs never lie, dog. Yep. That's not what you said. Don't play for long. You said the Packers are going to be the number one fantasy offense, and they're said, not. Hey, they're not even close. The the no, they're not. Shut the fuck up. In my eyes. That's all that matters. Yeah, there's a number one in 15. There is a number one in 15. <laughs> the number one exists in 15. There's a one before the five. There is. There is. All right. We But we appreciate you guys tuning in. Title Town, baby. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, we appreciate you guys stopping in. Uh, we we hope you had like like we said, we hope you had as much fun as we did. Uh, make sure you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KFRSPRTS Cast. Uh, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. These videos will be on YouTube following our live events. Uh, we also do go live every Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, at 12.30 Eastern, 11.30 Central. Um, but, yeah, this has been BG Brian Gilbert with KFR Sportscast along with the other two hosts of this podcast, Big Sexy Jacob Rader and The Heel Jacob Sportscast. Bradley. We appreciate you guys tuning in. As always, we'll talk to you guys later. Peace out. Big Sexy out.